Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Netflix and Swill podcast, your source for Netflix news, reviews, and booze. I'm Caleb. And I'm Dan, and I'm fucking thankful I have internet. Uh, and for some reason, my Wi-Fi on my laptop won't connect right now. And it's it's a whole thing. Yikers. What is it with internet issues and us, to, uh, us this week? Because my internet went out randomly Friday. And I'm like, oh, cool. So, uh, what do I do with my so hands? you were the whole weekend without... Yeah. Did you have to go outside? Yes, but not for the reason you think I had to go out. It's uh, actually because I had to show the man where the box was uh, when he went, came to fix our internet. Which, uh, Ashley was more angry than I was. Because I figured out how to, like, tether my phone and use that. Like, my cell network is, like a private network in order for me to actually be able to watch some stuff. But, uh, yeah, I went outside, pulled some weeds while the guy was doing some work on the, uh, outside, uh, and then realized that the issue was coming from inside the house and replaced our, our cable and, uh, our router, uh, that had the cable and then everything started working again. Okay. So now I have internet, and it's gotta tell you, it's pretty great. What's up with you? Not much. Just uh, just hoping we can get someone hired on at work because I'm I'm tired of having to give up my days off because I'm in management and I have to cover for the fact that we're really understaffed right now. Oh yikes! It happens. I don't know. I don't mind the extra money. Oh, so you're not even salaried. You get extra money. That's okay. That's less terrible. Oh, yeah. I'm still hourly. That's not too bad, then. I don't want to complain about work, but work is, uh, for me, the same, which is constantly busy. I know how that is. Um, I don't know. What else is going on? Uh, Still haven't done my taxes. The deadline for that's fast approaching. Uh, they extended a month. It's in May. Yeah. Now here's th- actually I should probably say this for the for uh, our next segment. But uh, did you have any sexual awakenings this week? <laughs> um. Yeah, as you might be able to tell from the episode title, uh, this is the the furry episode. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uwu, we're, Uwu. we're all <laughs> we're into it. It's it, uh, just kind of our thing now. Yeah, we're we're now the furry podcast. I don't. I, what a what a week, and and by what a week I mean what a what a day for me of just furriness. My fursona is uh, a bottlenose dolphin 
My favorite story about dolphins and humans in, in terms of sexual contact is like there was an experiment back in like the 60s where they had this woman and this dolphin live in a partially flooded house together. And uh, they kept like, I guess, feeding the dolphin LSD and then the woman would jerk it off. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What so, the uh, fuck? Yeah, it's it's a fucking <laughs> it's a hell of an experiment. Uh, it's my favorite experiment that anyone's ever done. And I would love to see what they'd have to pay somebody in order to do that. What was the hypothesis that they were trying to prove? F- fuck if I know. <laughs> or or were they just kind of seeing what the dolphin would do? Well, eventually the dolphin was like, oh, you gave me LSD. Now it's time for hand jobs," And would then like flip itself over and present <laughs> its penis. <laughs> uh, classical Pavlovian conditioning. Stimulus and response. I don't know. I don't know why the experiment was the way it was, but they did it, and uh, now, n- now that woman is probably scarred for the rest of her remaining life. I have just sent you something over on the Discord that I need you to go and see. Oh, Caleb, I saw that a few days ago when you posted it in another uh, chat we're in. Oh, that's right. I forgot I did post that there. I thought I just sent it to Sean. Yeah, no, no. I um, I kind of went down the rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> like our our main review topic is B stars, so it's like, oh, I'll find out about the show. I'll go to the B stars uh, <laughs> subreddit, <laughs> and uh, it is the horniest place that you could imagine. Uh, you you even DM'd me so much just to say, hey, if you want to figure out what's going on. Don't go to r slash b stars. <laughs> oh my! What a what a thing we did this week. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, all right. Uh, let's. Speaking of not having it any other way, let's start with what's your swill? Can we please get some alcohol into my mouth? He hates these cans! Stay away from the cans! Uh, I'm having it pretty much the same way as always, which is to say that I'm drinking Modelo. It's it's my Bud Light, it's my Coors Banquet, it is my everything. If Modelo ever needed a commercial and a spokesman for it, you're the guy. It's true. Uh, what do you have? I have a Tito's and tonic, and it's uh, pretty delicious. All right. Um, let's uh, get into some news. Oh, shit, it's mail time. So due to my uh, connectivity issues, uh, I'm going to need you to go ahead and lead the way on this one here. That's fair. Uh, so the biggest news of the week by far, this isn't even a question. Uh, this fucking lit up Twitter. Uh, but Netflix has a um, a first window rights deal with Sony Pictures uh, from starting in 2022 and onwards. So basically, any movie after its initial theatrical run of Sony Pictures will come to Netflix, leave the platform. And then come back to Netflix, like come back to Netflix after it's gone to other streaming services in order to make more money. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, this is 
it, it it's like a Disney deal uh, in that Sony does not have its own streaming service. And Netflix is taking advantage of that and saying, hey, fuck you, everybody else. This is our stuff first. So if you don't want to be caught in the theater still in 2022, I, I don't know. I don't know why, but uh, let's let's pretend that's a factor. Uh, you can watch s- such things as Morbius, Uncharted, uh, the, the next Spider-Man movie in the MCU, all that other stuff uh, from from the comfort of your own home. On Netflix. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll probably watch Morbius on there. I wasn't yeah. going to see it in theaters, so... Oh, I definitely wasn't going to see it in theaters. It's Jared Leto. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> He's trash. He's terrible. He's a trash person and a terrible actor. Okay singer, though. Should have just stuck with, with, you know, singing and banging underage groupies. Yikers. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Uh, next up. Uh, I didn't put this out here. Uh, the the knives out purchase is uh getting more fleshed out. We're finding out more and more information about uh what Netflix actually purchased. Uh, which is specifically, uh, they spent four hundred fifty dollars for four hundred fifty dollars. Yes, uh, if that was the case, I would have bought the rights to knives out four hundred fifty million dollars uh on just the sequels. Just those two sequels. They have not bought any other distribution rights. In fact, like, Ryan Johnson and his production company still retain all distribution rights. Is that actually, like, are they producing them? Yes. Okay. $450 million for two movies, though, isn't, like, wildly out there, I guess. No. But if, like, the original budget for uh, Knives Out was, like, $40 million, and Hollywood math says $80 million, and if you're only, like, if the first movie's only $80 million, what's going to happen to where you're going to spend, you know, two, ti- two, two and a half times that for each of its sequels? Oh, I see. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know. I guess it is just like a bunch of people talking to each other. The movie, yeah. not like a a big production. So yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. I don't. Uh, there's there's just a lot of fucking layers to this, and all it shows is that Netflix probably got fleeced, and Ryan Johnson is a a master. You know, we should we shouldn't <laughs> look at his one Star Wars movie and go, oh, this is a piece of shit director. We should say, oh, man, this is a very shrewd businessman. I don't know. Fuck. Fuck what you heard. Like. That that was probably the best of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> of mm. the new ones, anyway. Eh. Yes. Eh. I just I don't know. I don't really like any of them that much. Not a Star Wars guy. Star Wars is uh, not good. Yeah. The final thing is uh, clickbait masters Yahoo claimed that Netflix lost 31% of its market share in the last year as streaming rivals gained uh, footing, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the, the title cuts off after G, so uh, fuck it. Uh, so uh, the way it's presented and the way people think it works. Netflix lost 31% of the total market share. 
Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is they don't have to have lost any subscribers to have lost market share. That Co- just means that other pl- streaming platforms also exist and are actively subscribing people. That is correct. However, they didn't even lose 31% of the active markets or of the of their market share. They lost 31% of their market share. So they weren't at like they're now at 20%. Uh, which if you believe, uh, what Yahoo is saying, it's like, oh, they had 51% of the market share, which is wrong. Uh, in reality, they had 29% of the market share and now they're down to 20, which means they're, uh, they have one fifth of the market share. That's still a lot. Mm -hmm. But Caleb, everyone's like, Netflix is dying. Netflix is losing because we don't know what market share means. Okay. It's always funny to see like these like pieces go up on Reddit and people just being like, "Huh, looks like uh, this is why I canceled Netflix." Man, Netflix is really going down the tube. Man, I fucking hate everything that's going on Netflix and it's like, "Okay. Doesn't mean they're going away. You're fucking stupid. Whatever." Yeah, you'll still tune in for Hubie Halloween to All Hubie's Eve. Actually, that would be a tremendous name for a sequel. Uh, uh, Adam du- Sandler, get at me. Yeah, d- direct message Adam Sandler. Here's here's a sequel idea. <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's all the that's all the news I have. Okay. Uh, let's get into downstream where you can tell me about some trailers I didn't watch because of my connectivity issues. Baby, I can't control the internet. <laughs> Uh, so quick aside, because this is sort of major, uh, Gerald, good friend of the podcast and person who I have massive contempt for, uh, is in the, (laughs) the hospital and, uh, what? Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him about this, but, uh, he has to get his gallbladder, gallbladder removed. Apparently as it's infected and he has gallstones. So Gerald, we're, uh, good, good luck. I'm rooting for you. Um, I don't know. My wife had to have her ta- hers taken out. And she didn't die, so maybe we'll have better luck with Gerald. <laughs> it's true. Uh, in an awkward way to segue to, to things we're actually supposed to do in this show, uh, our first trailer is for Monster. The stars Kelvin Harrison Jr. and uh, Jeffrey Wright. I guess I have to do the Caleb roll. Uh, Monster tells the story of Steve Harmon, Calvin Harrison Jr., uh, a 17-year-old honor student whose world comes crashing down around him when he is charged with felony murder. The film follows his dramatic journey from a smart, likable film student from Harlem attending an elite high school through a complex... What? What is this sentence? Uh, The film follows his dramatic journey from a smart, likable film student from Harlem attending an elite high school... Through a complex legal battle that could leave him spending the rest of his life in prison? Holy run on, Batman. I hate whenever sentences are structured such that you have to read them in their entirety before you can parse the actual, like, meaning of it. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh not, n- not great, Bob. <laughs> it actually looks pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's Jeffrey Wright. Uh, this is his second one of these like young black male 
making his way through the world movies that has been on Netflix in the last year. Uh, it was also, oh fuck, what was it called? It was like uh, Before the Night or something like that. I now have to look it up because I'm me. Because you're you. Uh, all day and a night. There we go. So, uh, looks interesting. Kelvin Harrison Jr. is like an up and coming actor. Uh, he was in Loose last year, which uh, the general premise of that is that he's a um, an adopted son of uh, Tim Roth and Naomi Watts from like uh, he was like a refugee from like an African country, and it's kind of like going over like nature versus nurture. Uh, and some and sometimes you okay. can't just overcome nature. It seems I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but Colby Mack uh, says very good things about it. Last I remember, it's on Hulu. So if you have that service, check it out. But I'm very intrigued by this. Uh, something I'm more middling on is Jupiter's legacy. No, <laughs> no legacy lives forever. The first generation of superheroes have kept the world safe for nearly a century. Now their children must continue their legendary ideals. From the mind of Mark Miller, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Jupiter's Legacy is streaming only on Netflix May 7th, 2021. Okay. I don't know why we had to put 2021, but okay. Uh, The main name in this series is Josh Duhamel. Or Josh Dumas, or whatever, you, whatever. Uh, he he's the good-looking guy from the first three Transformers movies. Your your lack of response tells me you don't know who that is. So that's fine. Uh, uh, uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's fine. If it's not Shia LaBeouf. I don't know who it is in a Transformers movie. That's that's fair. Uh, I don't know. You know, no known. Uh, dog killer and wo- woman abuser Shia yeah. LaBeouf. So I think th- I think there was a um a thread in somebody's Facebook group that I posted that oh you mean uh known dog abuser and or dog killer and woman abuser Shia LaBeouf and uh, no one liked <laughs> that. <laughs> Everyone disliked that. <laughs> uh, it's basically a show about like carrying on the legacy of. Those who came before you, which, like, I don't care. Like, it's more superhero stuff. Like, this is the first of the Miller World stuff that Netflix, like, if you remember Miller World, they bought that that comic book business back in 2018, I think it was. This is their first production from Mm it uh, in 2021. So not a great turnaround rate, but whatever. Uh, I know, I think, actually, the first production was supposed to be... I don't know, they had to write scripts, they had to hire production staff they had to hire a casting director they had to cast actors i don't know that seems about right and i feel like the witcher got off the ground much more quickly i don't know i just feel like the wheels of the industry turned slowly okay especially on stuff that you know like it doesn't have a huge huge audience of people anticipating it you know yeah it's uh I will say two million views on this. Uh, it was released back on like Wednesday, so only in four days, two million views, not bad. Uh, look, it it could be really good. It really could be. But what I saw just kind of looked like generic, whatever kind of movies show thing. Generic nineties grunge song. 
don't 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 bring Bojack Horseman to this. <laughs> we uh, I'll get too horny. Horsney. We snaw. That's not that's nothing. It, you're right, it is nothing. Uh speaking of it's nothing, uh our next trailer is for Why Did You Kill Me? The line between justice and revenge blurs when a devastated family uses social media to track down the people who killed 24-year-old Crystal Theobald? I'm going to go with Theobald. Or Theobald. Whatever. Uh, basically, it's about how, like, this girl got killed in a, um, like, a gang crossfire. And then, like, her family went around on MySpace being like, yo... I'm Angel. Do you have... Don't you find me attractive? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll jerk off you tonight. And then and then she was like, oh, that's cool. Do you have a, a, a name of car that uh, I was murdered from? Like, do, do you have that car? And they're like, what a weird thing. Uh, I don't know. It's a true crime thing. Hmm. I think it's a series because I was, I was trying to figure out through like half of that whether this was a work of nonfiction or if it was like because <laughs> I don't think you said. Oh yeah, uh, this is based on true events. It's a, it's a lot of recreations. Uh, there's one shot where like the grandma or the aunt has like her fingers on a car and she's like driving it down. A, like they they built a miniature set of the location where she was murdered. And they have people like using their fingers to like drive cars down the road. And it's like, what the? F- what am I watching? <laughs> uh, if you, I don't know. If you're somebody who's into true crime, you're probably gonna be like, oh fuck yeah, another true crime thing, cool. Uh, and also along that lines, uh, there's a Son of Sam docu series that you can all check out too. I don't know when that's coming on here, but I didn't watch the trailer because I didn't fucking care. So, uh. I don't know. I'm probably doing a bad job of selling this, but also I don't care in the first place. So, uh, you you know what you get when you listen to this show. Why did they call him Son of Sam? Why I don't? Wouldn't it just be quicker to say Samson? I mean, yeah. I I think that's also nothing. People don't really uh, name their their progeny that way anymore. Yeah, no one's Old-timey a Norse god custom. anymore. Thor Odinson. Yeah, that's so easy. My last name would be Thompson. Happy Leaf Erickson Day. <laughs> Hinga dinga derga. Hinga dinga dergen. <laughs> uh, we're idiots. Take me away from this horrible segment. Oh, well, there's. don't worry. There's one more trailer. It's for The Woman in the Window, starring Amy Adams. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's Amy Adams trying for another fucking Oscar. She's really trying here because uh, she looks disheveled. She's wearing. Well, I should say she's not. Uh, she might be wearing. She's probably wearing makeup because she's in a movie, but uh, it looks like she's wearing no makeup. So there's that. Uh, Anna Fox feels safest when she's watching the world from behind her window until the Russell family moves in across the street and she witnesses. She witnesses something unimaginable. The question is, what really happened? Uh, this is Rear Window. This is Disturbia. I don't know what happened. It's unimaginable. This is uh, 
there, there's a specific thing they reveal in the trailer that's like from the movie Unknown with Liam Neeson, which was like the direct follow up to his Taken movie. So like, I don't know. Uh, this looks super generic. I don't think Amy Adams looks very good in this movie. I don't think anybody looks very good in this movie. Was the song Disturbia even in the movie Disturbia? I feel like if it wasn't, that's a huge missed opportunity. But I didn't even watch that movie. Yeah. Did anybody watch Disturbia? It also has known dog killer and woman abuser Shia LaBeouf. It does. Boy, he was everywhere for a hot minute. Yeah. Now, now he has nothing to do, so he spends all of his free time uh, abusing women and killing dogs. Yeah. Late 2000s, very nice to that man. Every hour of the time in his life, not so much. What that was, uh, he was on house arrest in that movie, right? Yes. And I remember seeing the trailer a lot. See, I knew things. Yeah. Uh, In this, Amy Adams has agoraphobia, which means she hates going outside. Uh, Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I can relate. Aside from that, uh, who else is in this movie? We got uh, Julian Moore, Gary Oldman, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Jennifer Jason Lee, and others. So it, like, it's it's a good cast. It's just like, I don't know, man. I, I just think it looks stupid. But are we reviewing it for the show? Maybe. I don't know. You haven't given me the schedule. Oh, maybe. Well, maybe. Uh, and that's it. That's all the trailers we have for the week. Uh, it's over. It's done. Hooray. Let's, uh, let's do some quick hits. It's not on Netflix, but Ashley and I watched, uh, almost all of season one of Dexter. I'm not going to talk about Dexter. I don't care. Uh, you guys have heard every opinion on Dexter. What's uh, imaginable, but, uh, she owns the first seat, the first two seasons on dvd uh and considering the fact that i had to watch them on dvd because i had no internet this weekend uh that's what we did <laughs> nice um i'm continuing to watch community hmm, okay. i like it uh i got i got to the first paintball episode uh it was great um let's see we had abed's claymation christmas and uh, we're on to season two. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, I like it. I actually, uh, that was one of the few shows that I was like watching as it came out in college. But then eventually it was like, oh, I'm just, I just want to play video games. Fuck that. Who cares? I don't know. <sighs> well, I'm sorry you didn't really get to watch uh, much Netflix. I mean, shit. What, what was your watch schedule like this week? Because you had to like power through shit huh because you just started watching stuff today yeah b b stars i literally started watching at 10 30 this morning <laughs> so <laughs> like like i i don't i i like having the weekends to watch shit and playing video games during the week so you know if i had an indication that you know i would be fucking watching uh b stars and a whisker away all in one day uh, because my internet was out, I probably would have watched like a f- like something during the time of the week. But instead, I was just like, "Nah, I'll play video games. This will solve my problems." What are you playing? God of War, the uh, 2018 version. 
I've been playing through StarCraft 2 again. Huh. Well, that's because you got that new gaming PC. Yeah. I'm uh not very good at that game anymore. Oh, I've never been good at that game. Ever. So. I don't know. I used to be, like, passable, I guess. I've never been, like, Korean level. <laughs> Those Koreans, man. They're, 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 they're something else when it comes to StarCraft, man. I will, uh, I will always remember the one time I played StarCraft uh, against, uh, I think it was you and Billy Kenny. And uh, Billy Kenny sent his one, uh, uh, oh god, what, what's the, Protoss, that's it. His one Protoss zealot to scout the map. I hadn't built fucking anything yet. Like, I had just structures and no fucking uh, <laughs> uh, warriors to speak of. Because uh, I was Terrans, so I, I didn't have any, like, soldiers to speak of. So I couldn't defend myself. And uh, They're Marines, I, but okay. I, I, fucking, I fucking almost died. Until he was like, oh, I didn't realize I was killing you. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay. Well, that's whatever. Uh, and then uh, someone came with, with with an army. And then I was like, oh, but I'm the Terrans and I have no base, so I'm dead. And I, I lost the game. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. The game is hard. Speaking of hard things, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about our main review topic for the week, Beastars. The Netflix and Swill podcast is brought to you by our patrons, Gerald Morris, Bill Sutton, Nick Haskins, Ashley the Bubby Gorski, Ben Kiefer, Paul Prezula, Daniel Henderson, Julio Oliveira, Jimmy De La Rosa, Chris Yaney, Brianna Petty, Nate Wade, Alan Gallarisi, Duty Dutram, Casey Moore, The Nerd Revert, and Dan's Mom. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at netflixandswill.com slash Patreon. Buy some shit. Visit netflixandswill.com slash merch. Leave a review and tell me how good I'm getting at public speaking. Visit netflixandswill.com slash Apple Podcasts. Thanks for letting us live our dreams of being professional idiots. We now return you to your regularly scheduled banter. Welcome back, everybody. Caleb. Uh, it's time, I guess, uh, to, to move over to Sean's furry corner and talk about Beastars. <laughs> uh, Beastars is a 2019 anime TV series on Netflix. Uh, it is also a crime drama. Uh, what? Horny high school coming of age thing, I guess. Uh, in a world of anthropomorphic animals. A reclusive wolf's complicated relationship with a kindly rabbit is tested by a classmate's murder, a charismatic deer's influence, and his own burgeoning predatory instincts. Say 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Dan, what did you think of Beastars? Man, Bojack Horseman got a really weird seventh season. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, other than that, like, it's. It's like standard teen romance. But with the twist of it also having, you know, carnivores and herbivores and like knowing what you know about animals and how they have to coexist together, considering all that stuff is interesting. It throws a, an interesting wrinkle into it. Uh, but a lot of it is just like anime nonsense most of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. 
it's definitely over the top, but like that's par for the course with this kind of thing. Right. But like, I don't know, the the animals have like big abs and butts and dicks and they definitely fuck. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm just saying that, you know, these animals can get it and they do. Yeah, that one that one bunny gets it a lot. Which I think is playing into a harmful stereotype about rabbits, but... Huh. I never p- thought about that, but you're, you're, you're not wrong. And then, I don't know, the wolf, like, his predatory instinct is tied to his sex drive in a weird way, and just, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think that, like, the layperson is going to respond favorably to watching this show, <laughs> but, like... For weird, gross, horny idiots like us, <coughs> I don't know. That's fine. Yeah, sure. <coughs> Excuse me while I die. I don't know. This didn't awaken anything in me. Like I, I know we were we were fucking around, joking last week, being <laughs> like this better not awaken anything in us, and it, it didn't. But or at least for me, it didn't. I don't know. About, I'm not going to speak for you, but like I just went. Oh, okay. Jury's still out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is a this is a weird one. And and I mean not just because like it is what it ostensibly is. It's like I I think this is overall fine as an anime. Uh but like I don't like the anime that is basically like could be set in the real world and I'm like the only reason I feel like this isn't set in the real world is because they're anthropomorph- anthropomorphic animals. That's it. Mhm. Well like yeah, they have that, you know, innate conflict there that they can do stuff with. But like, other than that, it's it's basically just like any any high school anime. Like, I don't know for no reason whatsoever. Like, the drama club is like the who's who of important people at the school. Um, and they're they're competing to be the next B star, which they never really fully explain. Right. And that's what I feel is like a lot of stuff goes underexplained, and I f- feel like in the first season of a show, you should be explaining a lot. Yeah, it kind of just drops you into the hot seat, but I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so our main character is Lagoshi, a gray wolf, uh, and he's he's in the lighting and stage crew for the drama club, uh, and then there's. Louis, which in the subtitles they spell with an R because it's Japanese. Right. Uh, which I found kind of funny. Um, he is a deer. He's like the hotshot actor. Um, and there is Haru, who is uh, a dwarf rabbit and fucks everybody. So, uh, yeah, those are our main three people. Huh. Yeah. Main, get it? Like a lion's mane. Because there's also lions. Yeah, there, there's like a lion Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think my least favorite episode is the episode where uh, Lagoshi has to be. And I think it's like a reference to Bella Lagoshi. Almost. Maybe. Am I reaching there? I'm probably reaching there. But regardless. Um, mm, maybe. Like he he finally has to act because he has the correct build to play a villain, 
And then like him and this other carnivore get in a fight. And I'm like, what? What's going on here? Why are they yeah. fighting for no reason? Uh, because the the tiger, the other guy who had to take on the lead role because uh, Louis busted his leg up. Um, he had to take the main role and to boost his confidence. Uh, he went to the black market and got a vial of herbivore blood to juice himself up on. Uh, and Lagoshi wasn't having it. So it's, I don't know, I guess it's like their version of like narcotics. Sure. Cause it like makes the carnivores freak out. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, that, that whole thing just fucking confused me entirely. I just went, I have no idea what's fucking happening right now. It's just for drama. Hmm. I don't know. Lagoshi fucking beats the shit out of him, though, for the most part. Yeah, until he catches his punch, which uh, I've been told many times by many martial arts instructors. uh, One, don't do that because it's not realistic. And two, don't do that because it's not realistic. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he could have just followed it up with the other punch, maybe. No, you gotta be shocked. That your your punch was caught, and then st- sit there for a few minutes while they beat on you. Yes, I don't know. Aside from like interpersonal drama stuff, like uh, there's a new like the main inciting incident, I guess, is like there's a new person in the acting club. Like, uh, one of the students was killed and devoured by a predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like. Because of that, there's an opening in the school play, so a new actor gets to go on and and do that. So they like sneak him in late at night to rehearse, and uh, they make Lagoshi stand guard outside. And Haru just walks by, and uh, Lagoshi like freaks out and like chases her down, and uh, like he lets her go. But that's like his his predator drive is awakening or whatever right um so then i don't know they're putting on the play um i don't know a bunch of fucking random stuff happens just so much random stuff (laughs) Uh, like haru gets kidnapped by uh, a pat like a pride of lions and then you know uh lagoshi meets up with this fucking panda uh, like episodes back when they're oh yeah yeah like there's just a randomly a panda. For for some reason, Lagoshi ends up in the black market again. I don't remember, but uh, like he meets this panda who's like, like he he kind of took it upon himself to be like policing the the black market. So like if people are trying to like eat illegal prey meat i guess he like beats the shit out of them all right so they kind of form an alliance yeah and then uh he he comes in to help uh lagoshi fight the the lions who 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 took haru and then it's like uh it, it was after that where i sent you a uh a, a screenshot and by a screenshot i mean i took a picture of of my computer screen because i'm a fucking boomer uh where <laughs> Uh, Haru and Lagoshi are in a hotel room and it looks like things are about to happen and I'm about to fucking see Yif and I'm like, cool, my first experience of Yif. Yeah, uh, 
So Lagoshi breaks in. He beats the shit out of the entire gang of lions and rescues her. Um, and like, unbeknownst to him, like Louis, when he was a kid, uh, had been like trafficked in the black market. Like he was gonna be sold for food, and he managed to escape. Like by this gang. Um, right. It's so, like he just shows up with a gun and fucking kills the yakuza boss. Just kind of badass. Um, yeah. But yeah, like to hide out and like recover. Um, Haru takes Lagoshi to a fucking love hotel, which is a thing that exists in Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and like the you like you could s- cut the sexual tension with a fucking like. I was going to say with a knife, but then I was like with a spoon because it's easier. But then I was like, like, it's even easier than that because like, I don't know, you could use like one of those little plastic like shovels that you use at the beach yeah, to build your sandcastle. Like a lot of sexual tension and uh, they try to fuck, but like because of the predator prey drive, like Haru is like trying to crawl into his open mouth. And I was like, oh, cool, Vor. So, cool. It's it's turning into a Vor show. We're really exploring the depths of sexual depravity. Now somebody needs to get, like, uh, grow to the size of a skyscraper and then, like, have somebody, like, enter up into their vagina. Ah, yes. The skitty well- Willard uh, paradox. <laughs> Uh, it was, it, it's, yeah. I mean, it was a thing. I, I looked at it and I just went, I don't know, I don't understand what's fucking happening. Just fucking kill me, somebody. Yeah. Um. I don't know where to go from there. There's nowhere uh, to go. Once you, once you, once you hit Vor, it's over. <laughs> I'm, uh, I didn't dislike this show. I didn't either. It's 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 kind of good in a fucking weird way. Mm. I mean, f- sure. I don't know. I feel like th- like the first thing we see on screen is some drama kid getting devoured, and then like it feels like there's almost a contempt level for the fact that they introduced it as a plot point in the first place. Like it's barely ever mentioned again that that happened. And everyone mm-hmm. has gone about their lives. And it's like, no, no, no. You you started with this. Finish that storyline, you motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of jump around. Um, but, like, the main thing is the the wolf and the rabbit trying to figure out if they want to fuck or if the wolf's going to eat the rabbit. All right. And then there's another gray wolf who joins the drama club. and. She's really sexy and uh <laughs> like she wants to she wants to bang the male wolf but the male wolf's hung up on the rabbit so it's a uh, a big old love triangle. Yep. And uh a sexy gathering of female animals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. What a thing. What a thing somebody came up with 
What a time to be alive. My favorite conspiracy theory is that the Japanese came up with anime in order to make uh, Americans too horny. And then Americans be too horny uh, to respond to uh, the Japanese getting revenge for World War II. <laughs> did, you ever, did I ever show you that YouTube video? It's just like a guy talking and not. He's like, so I got this new idea for an anime. It's about a typical high school girl, only she's got giant boobs. I mean, a real set of badonkers. A giant set of uh, bonkana gahoogs. A tremendous <laughs> set of humongadunga bundan honkeros. And it just goes on and on like that for about, like, 45 seconds. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like anime. I, if there's anybody with a small chest in anime, uh, I... I I don't, like, I, I don't even know how to respond to that. She's going to be judged for it, yeah. yeah. You have no boobs. Small boob bitch. Fuck you, we hate you, small boobs. And other such things. That reminds me of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, actually. Because uh, there's like... Uh, like all the groupies for Jotaro in Season 3. Because he's the dreamy high school student. And, like, the two girls that are competing over him, one's like, you're a slut. And the other one's like, well, you have no tits. And they start fighting and Jotaro just walks away. Hmm. So, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, <laughs> do you have any interest in pursuing the second season of this? Assuming the next season comes out during or uh, before the next anime April, uh, I feel like I don't have a choice in the matter. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't know. That'll give me time to <laughs> purchase my fursuit and construct my fursona. Christiani plugged, uh, or not plugged, but like looked up uh, foxtails and uh, showed me a butt plug version, so obviously I have to buy that. <laughs> I wonder if they make a butt plug that's like two fox tails so you can be uh, tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my. And if you spin it fast enough, you can fly. Don't put that evil on me. Do you ever notice in the Sonic the Hedgehog games that like whenever you're playing as tails and you start running, like he stops moving his legs and he's just propelling himself with his tails? Yeah! It's like with Sonic, like eventually he hits such speed that he isn't even moving his legs in it, or like his you don't see his legs yeah. individually moving yeah they're just it's just like the scooby-doo like spinning tire thing yeah man scooby-doo is great i miss good sonic games just play sonic mania we need to quit talking about sonic because uh we are gonna actually become furries um <laughs> what would you rate b stars three it's fine uh I don't yeah, know. I'm going to go three and a half. Yeah. I don't know. There's actually some decent production value. It's just, oh, yeah. I don't know. The subject matter is <laughs> questionable for like non-specific audiences. Yeah, there's some really good animation to this show. Uh, also, I love the intro scene because it's like stop motion animated. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Look it up on YouTube. Yeah. 
so with that, uh, we continue our furry adventure into our next segment, which uh, will be coming up after this break, where we will talk about A Whisker Away. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and I'd like a moment of your time to tell you about the fifth annual live stream for The Cure. To do that, I brought along two people whom I couldn't do this event without, Gerald Morris and Dan Brennick. Over the past four years, the live stream for The Cure has raised over $30,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. That contribution is helping to fund research into cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This year, we're aiming for our biggest goal yet as we try to raise $15,000 in 50 hours on the air. Tune in May 19th through the 23rd as we're joined live by podcasters and content creators from around the world. With your help, we can continue the fight for a future immune to cancer. Together, we can make a difference. Welcome back, everybody. Buddy, yeah, there we go. Uh, it's <laughs> time to do a third segment, which has no name. Uh, it's just us talking about a movie, A Whisker Away. A Whisker Away is a 2020 uh, Netflix animated film. It is a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Miyu Sasaki is in love with her classmate Kento Hinode and tries repeatedly to get Kento's attention by transforming into a cat. But at some point, the boundary between herself and the cat becomes ambiguous. Uh Uh-huh. Those are all words to describe the plot of this movie. Yeah, I don't know. The synopsis doesn't do a great job, but uh, basically, like, you know, because it's it's Japanese and there's spirits everywhere. uh, She's at a festival and, like, runs off because she doesn't want to deal with her mom. And mm-hmm. uh, she finds this weird mask salesman uh, who gives her one of these cat masks. And basically, the mask lets you become a cat. Uh, so she's, she just has that and can become a cat pretty much at will. Um, but the mask salesman is trying to get her to become a cat permanently. Because mm-hmm. uh, we find out later on, like, how it works is uh, he... People who want to be cats and cats who want to be people, he gives them a mask and they become that. And if the change becomes permanent, uh, he gets to take half of their lifespan. Yep. Yep, that's pretty much it. Uh, So, Caleb, what did you think of animated It's a Wonderful Life? I love this movie. I I like this a lot. Okay. Um, I don't know, it... It reminds me a lot of like the Studio Ghibli movies. Like it's uh it's not as good as like, you know, Spirited Away or like Howl's Moving Castle, but it's it's got a lot of similarities and it's of, you know, a similar kind of quality and feel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, well, as for me, I like it. It's not great. It's not, it's not special, but like, because I've seen this movie a million times. It's just it's a, an adorable cat thing as as yeah. the main character, basically. Could you say that she was cat fishing him? Sure. Eh? Eh? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I uh, I, I like the the voice cast, uh, mainly, mainly because uh, it had Johnny Young Bosch in it. Who, uh, for those uninitiated yeah. with, with the career of Johnny Young Bosch, he is Kaneda in Akira. He is Vash Stampede in Trigun. He is Lelouch Lamprouge in uh, Lelouch of the Rebellion. He is uh, Ichigo Kurosaki in Bleach. Uh, he is the Black Power Ranger, the second Black Power Ranger in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So. Uh yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's everybody good in everything ever. Yeah. Actually, uh <sighs> spoilers for Persona 4 Golden. He's he's the villain of Persona 4 Golden. He's very good in that game too. Love me some Johnny Young Bosch. Um Yeah. Yeah, um I don't know, this is kind of a coming of age thing like uh you know, the uh, Mio, which like her friends call her Muge. It's like a uh, just her nickname, which I guess like it's, I don't I don't know if like there's a different origin for it, but like they like the bullies at school mm-hmm. call her like I don't know what's what's it stand for. They're like oh fuck uh yeah because it's an acronym basically yeah. Like uh in in the subtitle no, in, in the dub they call her like like the E stands for ecstatic, like but in the subs it's a different word. It's like massively unusual gaga eccentric or something. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, she's just uh like the quirky girl. Um but like she's got problems at home like um her parents split up like her mom abandoned her when she was little mm-hmm. and then like her dad is is um with a new woman and she's like living with them and you know so she's got like issues there cuz she like doesn't want to treat her as like a parent figure mm-hmm. um and then like the the kid that she likes he's uh got like money problems at home basically like his parents are like his mom is putting pressure on him to go to a particular high school and get like a good job to support the family but like he wants to do pottery like his grandfather but like his grandfather is getting too old to keep that business afloat so like the they're gonna have to shut down the studio but like that's what his real passion is but right uh, so it's two kids trying to figure out life, uh, and then one of them is a cat. Yeah, one of them is a cat who just goes around do- doing cat things, and uh, yeah. at, at some point she's like, I wish I could trade my human life for this cat life, and then she's like, oh, but everybody loves me, so it really is just, it's it's a wonderful life, but with more stuff tacked onto the end as an adventure kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. Like, like I said, I I do kind of liken this a lot to Spirited Away. Like, sure. there is a like a cat world that only cats can go to. Um, and it's like if she spends too long there, she'll like lose herself and not be able to go back. So it's I don't know. It's like Chihiro going to the spirit world and 
like having to leave before a certain amount of time passes and stuff. So, uh, but like, so she'll become the cat. She'll like visit, uh, Hinode and like, um, learn about him and like hear him talk about his problems and stuff. And then she'll go back and try to use that to like get him to fall in love with her, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but like in her human form, she just like annoys the shit out of him. So right. uh, she's like, you know, I just, I just want to be near him. So I, I want to be a cat forever. Uh, and then, uh, her human mask falls off and the mask salesman takes it. So she's stuck as a cat. Yeah, like uh, it's all about her coming to terms with like what her life is and that she kind of just has to accept life and uh, all the pain that comes with it. So, you know, Evangelion. (sighs) (laughs) I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) Oh, man. No, that's that's all worth it. That that right there is worth it for me. Oh my. Uh no, this is infinitely better than Evangelion because one, this isn't uh ridiculously obtuse for the sake of being obtuse. Uh and, and to say it like it, it it's doing stuff when it's not doing stuff. This is clearly doing stuff, developing her character, developing uh ki- Oh god, was it Kina Day? Hina Day? Hinode, yeah. Hinode, yeah. Uh, like developing him, uh, and what he's going through, and like how, like, she gets close to him by you know basically being this sweet cat, and uh, really that's all he's ever wanted is is uh, a, a sweet cat friend who can just like sit there and listen. So she tries to turn that into like a relationship in in the real world, but he's not really accepting of it because it's like. I guess being forced on him by her, as opposed to you know coming naturally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess the other big thing I want to point out is that uh, it's all in two D, so none of that two and a half D, none of that stupid shit that looks like absolute dog shit. Uh, actual good quality animation, and I fucking loved it for that. There's a couple little nitpicky things with the animation that I guess I can talk about, like sure. um. Like, there's a couple points where, like, somebody will be walking and their legs are moving at one speed, but the uh, background is scrolling by at a different speed. It's like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, little detail things like that. Right. I don't know. No, I'll give you that, but... uh, But, like, the actual animation is very good. Yeah. Like, it's... You're right. It, it is a lot of spirited away, like not, to, but not on like the Studio Ghibli quality, which is like crazy mm-hmm. detailed with how how good they are. But uh, it, it like the whole tone of the movie is Studio Ghibli, like light. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't really have too much more to say about this. I don't either. Uh, what would you rate this bad boy? Three and a half. I liked it. Some nice little movie. Hour forty-five. Not not terrible. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I guess. All right. So uh, with that, Caleb, what are we doing next week on the show? 
Next week, we're going to be watching The Way of the House Husband, uh, which is a new anime show about um, uh, a Yakuza guy who uh, gets out of that and uh, becomes a house husband. Yeah. Oh, my. There are five episodes, and they're about 15 minutes apiece. All right. Good choice. Um. Do you want to tack on a movie or something for that? So Yeah. Uh, part of me wants to put off all of our Patreon picks until later in the, in, in the year. Or, like, later in the quarter, because, you know, anime. Yeah. So let's do that. Okay, I've got it, Dan. Okay, uh, I'm trusting you. As our third segment next week, we're going to be watching... Pokemon the movie, The Power of Us. The Power of the U.S.? Uh, nuclear bombs. Yeah, it's true. I've talked about Pokemon movies on this show before. I expect this to be very bad. Oh, it's just Ash and Pikachu? That's weird. Okay, that's... That was always allowed. <laughs> well, you can find the show at netflixandswill.com. If you want to stop shop for all things Netflix and Swill, like finding our Patreon page, links to our show, uh, links to our merch, which uh, uh, we, I randomly brought up the fact that we have a shirt uh, about our, our worst review that we've ever received, which is a two-star review, and someone said a mad podcast. And I always love bringing up the fact that we bullied that man into changing it to a, a four-star review and a <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> or did we just start doing better? Uh, maybe. Maybe we did better, or we just bullied him. Because we were just like, what a stupid review. What a fucking idiot. Who who doesn't write anything with a review? Fucking moron. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, also, make sure you review us on Podchaser for uh, hashtag reviews for good. Uh, every review of our podcast, uh, including episodes and general reviews of the of the show, will uh, have, our, have its donations matched. Uh, so far, there have been only two reviews. Uh, one of those is from Brad from the Cinema Guys. One of those is from me reviewing an episode saying, I don't know how to review my own podcast. You guys need to get it together. I know, right? Oh, man. Oh, shit. To wrap out the month, I might make you watch the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. Cool. I've never seen it. Oh, it's great. And by great, I mean it's fucking terrible. <laughs> In fact, I, pro- I probably actually wouldn't even have to watch it. I, I-, I already know what's going on in it, so. <laughs> I don't know. It has one season on there. What's the final episode title? Uh, let me see. Oh, God, it's 49 episodes. The final episode of it is called Dungeon Dice Monsters Part 4. Yay! Endgame. That's, that's, that, yay! Oh, now we have to watch it. <laughs> I just want to see uh, my grandfather's deck has no bad cards, Kaiba, but what it does have is the unstoppable Exodia. Oh, so you just want to watch the first episode? Is that in the first episode? That's literally in the first episode. That's amazing. I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> what's that, Fucking what's that guy's name? I think it's Dan Green. I think he voices both Yugi and... Uh, uh, somehow older Yugi that no one notices is just older. They just like, I guess, begrudgingly accept it. 
Uh, thank you to Space Weather for the use of our theme song, Bitter. Uh, which is how Dan felt about not getting to see the yif. I know, right? Where was my yif? I was promised yif. I didn't get it. Then I was promised vor, and I didn't get that either. So you're 0 for 2, B-Stars. <laughs> you got one more. Yeah. Maybe in season two. We can only hope. All right. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Until next week, this is Caleb Singh. We'll see you next Tuesday. Netflix and Swill is an independent podcast. As such, we believe in the scrappy underdogs of the podcast world. If you're an indie podcast and would like us to run your promo on our show, please contact us. The little guys need to stick together. If you enjoy what we're doing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend. The more we grow, the better the show will be. Thank you for being part of the Netflix and Swill family.